0: In the spirit and celebration of the Beijing Summer Olympics, ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals, is happy to present this month's special series, Focus on Sports Medicine. Beijing 2008. How are the Australian doctors turning up the heat? You're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to a special segment, Focus on Sports Medicine. I am your host, Dr. Mary Lushaz, and with me today is Dr. Peter Bacquie. Dr. Bakui is the medical director of the Australian Olympic team for Beijing 2008. Dr. Bacquie is a sports physician at the Olympic Park Sports Medicine Centre in Melbourne, Australia, and has attended two previous Olympic Games as the team physician for the gold medal winning Australian field hockey team, the Kookaburras. Today we are discussing why Australia is sending so many medical staff to the 2008 Games. Welcome Dr Bequie. Hello Mary. Thanks very much for joining us on ReachMD. So tell me Pete, why are Australia sending so many medical staff to the Olympic Games this year?
1: Mary, I think in general we try and provide a, a goodly coverage of medical practitioners and... I don't think necessarily it's a pro Beijing or a special requirement for Beijing, but over years, this is the way we've tried to function. People in teams become used to practitioners who have been providing care for them and at Olympic Games, it's even more important that this care factor is present and Whilst Beijing provides certain challenges, we've had a tradition of trying to have each team have their ongoing at home medical support people with them. And certainly in Beijing, we'll continue that. Obviously, Beijing provides some special challenges. It has the normal challenges of any Olympics. And we want to continue our previous Olympic program of providing good medical cover.
0: So there's been a lot of talk in the media or some talk about the Australians sending an unprecedented number of doctors and beginning mass vaccinations for the elite athletes and other preparations for the environmental conditions. Are you sending more medical stuff this time around and are you doing anything special in particular this time?
1: I think Beijing is... special olympics there's the cultural and historical factors in beijing and there are some specific factors in beijing we're setting a team for the summer olympics and summer olympics it's going to be hot and i think and i wasn't on board in atlanta but atlanta was always perceived as a challenge because of the heat and humidity and certainly Beijing will provide that challenge for us. And so apart from the normal medical preparations, trauma, viral respiratory infections, viral dominant infections, et cetera, we want to be particularly prepared for heat. And during my marriage, uh, we're heading into winter at the moment. So as we're rugging up in Beijing, they're warming up. So we need to be especially aware of that.
0: How many doctors are you, in fact, sending and how many athletes are in the Australian team this year?
1: I don't know the answer to the first one, and I should. I'm not being evasive. I just don't, and I haven't sat down and tallied up. The way we have it set up, Mary, is that we have big teams, as I mentioned before, people who are travelling with a medical support person. They will have that support person with them in Beijing, the smaller teams, teams that perhaps don't travel with a support person, and by that I mean sports such as wrestling, fencing, they will use medical support from headquarters staff. So we have five doctors in our headquarters, and I haven't tallied up the other teams. We've had two of our teams not qualify, that was baseball and the women's soccer team, and so that has reduced our accreditation. And so the numbers still to be defined in the number of accreditations the Australian team gets, we're still hoping to qualify some more track and field athletes, etc. So we're still in a bit of a state of flux, Mary, pending the final team allocation, and therefore the number of medical support staff that BOCOG will allow us to take.
0: Have you had to choose more specialty stuff because of the worry about the high temperatures in Beijing?
1: We're actually pretty lucky that our guys tend to be heat-aware generally. I imagine that the US Olympic team, when they prepare their support staff for the Winter Olympics, will have blokes that are pretty aware of cold, and I imagine for the Summer Olympics, pretty aware of heat. That's... For instance, in my situation, we hockey. Hockey is played in India, Malaysia, Pakistan, and so heat is an important part of a normal medical care. And Beijing, as throwing in the challenge of the heat, will take the the principles and procedures we use in general and it specifically apply them to Beijing, as I mentioned before about Atlanta. It did not that's not quite the same extent Athens as Atlanta we're pretty prepared for heat and the heat will be a challenge in Beijing.
0: If you have just tuned in you're listening to a special segment focus on sports medicine on ReachMD XM157 the channel for medical professionals. I am Dr Mary Lushas and I am speaking with Dr Peter Bequie from Melbourne Australia. We are discussing why the Australians are sending so many medical staff to the Beijing Olympics. So, Dr. Bakui, just continuing with our discussion about the heat in Beijing, how do you go about acclimatising your athletes? You mentioned that the Australian athletes are lucky because they're obviously used to competing in the heat, but how do you work out who gets there when?
1: It's a great question, Marion. And if anything, I'm fortunate that I don't have to answer it specifically. As I mentioned, we come in from winter. Although winter in Australia is... Probably not the winter you seen in the United States, but because Australia is a fairly large country, we've got people in the north who will have not quite the same need to acclimatise as the people from the south where I live in Melbourne. But what the teams will do is they'll get together, they'll look at a few things, and they'll look at the need to acclimatise, and they'll look at the need to be sport-prepared. And personally... And as I say, I don't make the decision. I think it's important that the sports are prepared to play the sport. That's why they're going to Beijing. And so the sailors will need a longer time to prepare their gear. The distance runners will need need to be route familiar as will the triathletes, et cetera. And so each sport will make their own decision as to when they travel into Beijing and, as I say, principally to try and deal with the sport issues. And secondly to deal with the environmental conditions. And so it all sort of varies. For instance, the cyclists, quite a significant number of the cyclists will have been working through a tour of Italy, Tour de France as part of their preparation. So i will be coming from Europe. The soccer players will significantly come from Europe. Track and field will have varying needs in terms of where they want to prepare. And so I think the track and field might be preparing... In Hong Kong, I'm not exactly sure. We'll have athletes that will head to Darwin in the north and prepare Townsville, Cairns, so cities in the north of Australia and cities in Asia, various teams will make provisions and attend that for seven, ten days, then possibly come back to Australia, maintain that heat preparation and then head into Beijing.
0: And do you think that we might have a replay of the famous finish to the 1984 Women's Olympic Marathon where we saw Gabriella Anderson staggering over the finish line with heat stroke. Is that something that could happen in 2008?
1: Yeah, that's a long time ago, isn't it? We'd hope that our athletes are more aware of the measures in terms of heat stroke prevention. Unfortunately, you can't totally discount that. Someone who gets to an Olympic Games is probably... Able to override their physiology to a greater extent than I certainly can. And most of us will reduce our exercise intensity in response to grossly adverse uh, conditions. And, but some of the super athletes, they can do that. They can push through that barrier. And so, as I mentioned, we're more heat aware. I think it's absolutely critical that, for instance, the end of the marathon, the road race that we've got provisions to for oxygen and resuscitation. Not specific for Beijing, but specific for the fact that at Olympic Games, people can push through the normal breaks that our physiology imposes upon us.
0: Are there any other sports than we've mentioned that are of particular concern with the heat in Beijing? We've talked about cycling, we've talked about marathon running.
1: It's still endurance events are going to be particularly important. I remember one of my predecessors, Brian Sando, talked about the marathon in Seoul, and he said that the athletes were running along in the shade a lot of the time. The shade was the electric power pole wires. So in these outdoor sports that we're going to be, so triathlon, we've got the swimming leg in triathlon, and they tend to be a little bit protected by the wind on the bike that they generate. Um, they'll still get pretty hot. The road races will be hot. The rowers are a little bit shorter in time. But, and I don't know the road cyclists. They're just amazing to be able to sustain the duration they sustain, at the intensity they sustain. And they spend a lot of time in preparing the physiology for that. And, and as I say, it just might be they get that little bit of air resistance um, cooling because of the speed they travel. But they're out and about for a long time, and I'm certainly concerned about the cyclists.
0: So, Dr. Mcquee, what is the average temperature in Beijing at the time the Olympics will be on?
1: It's going to vary a bit. I'm not sure if you've been to Melbourne. In Melbourne, we vary. We In summer, we might have 40, 41, and then we might have on the extreme sort of low 20s, is going to be a little bit like that. There's going to be variability of the temperature, but there will be a ongoing high humidity, and the potential for very high humidity is very high. The levels will be similar to the north of Australia, Broome, Darwin, Townsville, Cairns, we see. Um, so although the temperature will vary, the humidity will be probably the main constant and the main heat stress provider so there'll be a background of probably low wind at that time so each of those factors will contribute to a significant heat stress.
0: Well thank you so much Dr Bakui, for being our guest. We have been discussing why the Australians are sending so many doctors to the Beijing Olympics. I am Dr Mary Lusharz and you have been listening to a special segment focused on sports medicine on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. To listen to our on-demand library, visit us at reachmd.com. Register with promo code radio and receive six months free streaming for your home or office. If you have any suggestions, call us at 888-MD-XM157. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to Focus on Sports Medicine, part of this month's special series on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals.